Are you surviving or thriving? Are you continuing to live and merely exist? Or are you living well, growing, developing, prospering, and flourishing? How do you know if you are surviving or thriving? How do you know if it's your time to thrive? And how do you begin to thrive? These are all questions we ask when we consider the question, are you surviving or thriving? And today, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about how you go from surviving to thriving. You are listening to a message from Mrs. McMahon. I center my life around faith, positivity, optimism, and perseverance, and spice it all up with a little bit of witty Southern sass and a whole bunch of fun. I find big joys in the little things and love helping people learn to rock their happiness. I'm learning and growing every single day, and I want to share what I'm applying to my life with you. I just know that if we learn to show up for ourselves every single day, that we can create a life we are absolutely obsessed with. I want to show you that you can dream big, make goals, live with purpose, transform your thinking, and accomplish great things. To do this, you will have to be brutally honest with yourself and let your heart and soul lead the way. This will not be a quick fix, and we are both going to have to put in some work, but I guarantee you it will be worth the time and effort. So tune in, listen up, and get ready to be inspired. Life is short, so let's make it the best that it can be. Surviving by definition is continuing to exist. So it's basically moving through an endless list of obligations and responsibilities and can sometimes even be struggling, struggling to achieve the basics or the essentials. And often surviving is the cause of extreme stress. Thriving, however, is about thoroughly enjoying life and dealing with the ups and the downs with grace. It's about living with joy and passion and finding meaning in everything that you do. To thrive is a choice. It's an attitude. It's your ability to thrive in the world um, is deeply connected to the actions you take on a daily basis and the belief structures you embrace. So what are some signs that you are surviving? Are you in survival mode, they call it. Um, So here's a few. Number one, change is the scariest thing ever. You're good in your lane and you want everything to stay the same. Number two, because change is scary, you will choose the path of least resistance every time, or at least the path that lies somewhere in your comfort zone. Number three, you constantly feel stuck. Number four, you get overwhelmed by all the things you have to do and never have time to do the things you actually want to do. Number five, you find yourself reacting to situations instead of being proactive. Number six, you have a tendency to blame others or find excuses when you make mistakes or you fail. Number seven, you avoid saying what you think because everyone might not agree with you. Number eight, You listen to respond, not to hear. Number nine, you fail, you don't learn. If you can identify with most of these things or over half of these things, I would suggest to you that you are probably in survival mode. Um, And when you're in survival mode, you're just trying to get through the day. Survival mode means you have really no plan. It's all about getting through the next minute, hour, or day. Um, When you're stuck in survival mode, you feel like you're stuck there and there's no light at the end of the tunnel. And there's no way to get to where you're wanting to be. 
I feel like we all find ourselves here from time to time, and that's okay. I mean, we all have our days or weeks where, you know, things aren't going perfectly for us. Um, It's easy to get lost in the stress and obligations and responsibilities of life. Um, But just because we visit survival mode doesn't mean we have to plant our roots there. Um, So how... If you're, if you're identifying with any of these things and um, you're, you're like, you know, I, I totally feel this on, a, on in my soul. How do you know if you're ready to switch that gear of survival to thriving? Um, so here's a few things. And this is how you know you're ready to thrive. You are craving change. You are no longer fulfilled by the life that you're living. You're tired of being tired. You want to be heard. You want to share your signature strength with others. You want to feel genuinely happy. You feel like there's something bigger that you were meant to do. You really want to let go of the unhealthy habits that don't support the life that you want. You're ready to stop living paycheck to paycheck. You want your life to be more than paying bills and buying things and living for your days off so you can sleep and get ready to start doing the same unfulfilling things the next week or the next day. So if any of those things that you're sitting back and you're like, yes, this is this is what I want to do. These are the things I want to stop doing. What do you do about it? So there's a few things you can do to kind of help you switch these these gears. So the first thing, if you want to thrive, you should take the time in the morning to find your center and to set your intentions for the day. And I know that sounds so cliche, but AKA make a plan, set goals, take daily actions to make them happen. Goals should be broken down, guys. They shouldn't be these big, never-ending, far-sighted, long-term plans. And those are good. It's good to know, you know, way down the road where you're going. But you don't get there just by knowing where you want to go. You get there by taking that and reverse engineering it. So in five years, you want to be in a certain place. Well, where do you need to be in a year? And then where do you need to be in the months that build that year? So when you break those goals down into small actions, you take you take these small actions and all of them add up to accomplishment after accomplishment. And guess what? You start feeding yourself these, these good vibes and this positivity because you're able to complete these things and you're getting closer to that big goal. And you get closer to achieving whatever it is that you're setting out to do. Number two, you need to let go of outside expectation. If the expectations of society, your family, your friends, your peers, your colleagues, or even yourself aren't in alignment with who that you want to be and the direction you want to go, let them go. And sometimes this means that you'll no longer have a close relationship with these people, except for yourself. Of course, you'll always have that relationship, but you might have to alter it a little bit. You're going to have to change the way you talk to yourself. You're going to have to change the the things that you do and how you motivate yourself and how dedicated you are. You're going to have to change some things, but if it's outside people that are really having a negative impact on what you're trying to be, then you're going to have to let those go and you're going to have to be okay with that. So number three, our mind loves to analyze and judge, but to thrive, we must learn how to step back, 
really listen to hear and let go of judgment and offer advice, knowledge, and wisdom instead. And this goes hand in in hand with jumping to conclusions. You have to stop jumping to conclusions. Assumptions are rooted in ego and fear and not truth. And you can't thrive when you're coming from that place. Number four, eat nourishing whole foods that your body will thrive on. And we don't all, I don't even do this all the time. I don't always eat clean and and all of that. I mean, I like I like junk food as much as the next person. But you need to try to incorporate real wholesome foods into your diet that will bless your body. Food has such a huge effect on how we feel. And it will push us, if we feel better personally, it's going to push us towards thriving. And it's going to make us feel better as a whole. Um, Number five, the average digital consumer has around four devices And all of these devices are linked to social apps and social media, which can be complete distractions. You want to know something that I did last week. Um, And this is a big deal for me and it's gonna sound super silly, but I completed two workouts a day, which averaged about an hour and an hour and a half, two hours total. And you wanna know what else I did? I deleted Facebook off my phone. The only time I checked it was on my computer a couple times a day. Now, I'm not saying that it's Facebook's fault I never work work out. But I will tell you that this is a good example of what you can accomplish when you remove distractions. You know, I was constantly on Facebook, constantly scrolling, looking at things that didn't really matter. And my goal was I want to work out. I want to start being healthier. And... That was the thing that sucked up a lot of my free time. So my thing is, if I take it off my phone and remove that distraction, then then I have time. Then I'm, I'm sitting here going, okay, I have time to go do this. And my, my afternoons aren't eaten away, you know, with all my time is just gone. Um, so, I mean, not that you have to do that, but I'm just giving you an example. If you have something that distracts you a lot, then sometimes you have to take the steps and it's just tiny little steps that that help you remove that distraction so you can accomplish things that you would like to accomplish. Um, Number six, make a mindset switch. You know, everybody knows, big on read my Bible, but in Philippians 4, I love, I love, love, love this. It says, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. And that's just a beautiful thing to me. I just love that. And that's where I want my mind to stay. And that's where positivity can just bloom if if that's what you're trying to do. And I challenge you to think on those things instead of all the things that we could complain about. Because when you're stuck in that complaint mode and that mode of negativity, life is happening to you, not for you or through you, but to you. And you can't thrive in that mentality. You just can't. Um, Number seven, take your time back by turning off the television and Every one of us is guilty of this. You can lose hours binge watching Netflix or making sure that you're all caught up on the fear-based news reports that are out there. I just want to let you know never watch the news. I get all of my updates from my husband or my friends or the times that I do get on Facebook. 
things that I hear. I mean, I just hate that. And I know everybody's going to be like, well, that's the silly thing to do. You don't ever know what's going on. And that's fine. I mean, judge me. It's okay. I hate the news. Uh, well, I encourage you to do something that really matters, like getting to know your maker and your saver, savior and spending time doing things that help you grow. Because while it's great to know what's going on in the world, we have bigger fish to fry when it comes to us and who we are and what our purpose is and where we're going. And I'm not saying you can't watch the news, but before you binge watch 17 hours on Netflix in a weekend, you may want to take some time to think about things that really matter, such as, you know, life, The you know, go a little deeper than just watching Netflix. Really take time to consider things of what you're supposed to be doing here and what, what where you're going to end up and you know, the qualities that you have and are they the best things? And are you thinking about things bigger than all the things that distract us? And television is such a huge distraction as well as Facebook. Um, Number eight, learn how to express appreciation and gratitude energetically. Be an encouragement to those people who encourage you and even to those who don't. So if somebody does something that's really awesome or very helpful, Tell them, tell them about it. That's such a huge encouragement and people try to do better when they think that they're appreciated. Um, Do something you've never done before. The world has so much to offer and you can achieve anything you set your mind to. Never stop exploring the endless opportunities available to you. Push past your comfort zone and try something challenging. You know, if you want to quit feeling like you're stuck and you're just surviving and you're just going, you know, obligations and responsibilities and life is just paying bills and eating dinner and going to bed and doing it all over again tomorrow, then you're going to have to put some thing. you're going to put some effort in and, and put some effort into doing things that are going to make you feel better. Um, learn compassion by putting yourself in someone else's shoes. Really try to feel what another person is is dealing with. And when you do that, it builds empathy and connection. And that's a big source of thriving is, is getting that those connections in with other people and learning to build those relationships. Um, here's another one. Let your light shine. Okay? I'm all about, all about this. Um, Remind yourself that you are a light and your light is contagious. So what you, what you put out is, you know, negativity and positivity are both contagious. Make sure you're shining. You know, however it is that you were meant to shine. And not everybody's going to be that bubbly person. Some people are quiet, but those people are really great listeners. You can shine many, many ways. Um, here's another one. Do the hard things first. You know, when you are, you are more motivated at the beginning of the day. So knock out those hard things first. If you do that, you're going to feel more accomplished and you're going to tackle the rest of the things on your list with ease because you are putting that forward motion in. And that's, and when you are doing all these things, you are not going to feel like you're just, you know, wasting your life away. You're, you're doing things. You are doing it. You're creating a life that you're just obsessed with. Um, next, find the good in everyone and everything. And this is this is hard, y'all. And I'm not saying these things because it's so easy for me. But these are reminders for me. 
Um, at the end of the day, we are all God's creations. He loves everyone and everything he's created. So should we. You know, it's easy to focus on the negative, especially when, when we see people as, oh my gosh, that's, they do the most annoying things, or we just don't understand why they make the choices that they make. It's easy to focus on those things, but do your best to find the good in every person, place, situation, all of the things that you encounter. Because when you start doing that, you're going to you're going to be on a different level. It's all in your mindset, people. It's all in how you think and how you see things. And thriving is when you don't you're not picking people apart, but you're encouraging and you're seeing the good in people and you're coming from a good place and you're just like this little engine that's going and you're just sprinkling that good fairy dust out everywhere and it doesn't matter who people are or what they've done to you or anything like that you are just doing you and this is who you've decided to be and you are moving your life forward um and lastly well next to last we'll say this one's next to last learn to pay it forward don't focus on paying people back for their kindness. Because let me tell you what you're going to do. If somebody does something really nice for you, maybe it's something that you can't pay them back for. They just bestow this, this gracious mercy on you or they bless you in some way. And maybe there is no way that you're ever going to be able to pay them back. Don't even, don't even try because you're going to steal their joy. If they're doing something nice for you, it's because they want to do that and that makes them happy. Quit feeling obligated to pay people back. Now, I'm not saying you borrow 20 bucks from your buddy, don't pay him back. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is if somebody blesses you because they want to help you, stop trying to look for ways to pay them back. Now, that doesn't mean that don't, don't do good for them too because, you know, relationships are give and take like that. When somebody's really good to you, you want to be really good to them. But you just don't steal their joy with like, man, I just have to do something for you. You know, what can I do? Because that's making them happy to help you. But what you can do is use it as motivation to do something kind for someone else without expecting, number one, recognition or payback. Share what you can from your heart and you will thrive. Not everybody's going to be able to give the beggar on the street $500. But you do what you can from your heart. And I'll tell you one thing, bringing that up. Um, and my dad said this, and, and I just love it. You know, I, I hear all the time, you know, people say, well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't give money to that, that person because he's just going to go use it and buy drugs with it. Let me, let me make something very clear. This is what my daddy said, so you can put money on it. God's going to judge you for how you treat others. He's going to judge you. On, on how you demonstrate justice. He's going to judge you on the love you have for your neighbor. And then you leave it to him to judge them on what they do with it. If you give $5 to the homeless beggar because you want to, you want to be able to lay your head down at night and say, you know what? He was hungry and I wanted to make sure that he had a way to get him something to eat. And if he goes and buys drugs with it, that is not on you. God will judge him for how he uses those blessings. So don't be afraid to do good because you're afraid of what they're going to do with the good that you give them. So just wanted to put that out there. So here's the last one. 
And this is where my heart is. So this one is a little bit longer. If you really want to thrive, you need to find your purpose. And this should be something you're truly passionate about. If you have no idea where to start, I'm going to help you out. Because this applies to everyone and it is the ultimate purpose and it's a wonderful place to start. If you start with this, the rest is just going to come. So if you haven't been paying attention till now, listen up. And if you're still with me, this is the most important one. I saved the best for last. So here's what you need to think about when you're trying to find your purpose. Number one, you need to realize that we are all created in God's image. And this is such a beautiful thing because that means we are all crowned with glory and honor. And we are worth every bit of it because God said we were worth every bit of it. No matter where you've come from, what you've been through, what mistakes you've made, none of that matters because God sent a Savior to die for us. So all of those things could be washed away and we could be, we could, we could, we could, we could be on a a level to where that doesn't have to drag us down. We can leave all of that at the cross, okay? So we are worth every bit of this glory and honor. And that means that we are special to God. So your purpose is to offer real praise and worship and to make sure that your life aligns with His plan. And that, and a blessing that we have with that, with being, with with our salvation, is we are all meant to be a part of God's family. So your purpose is to enjoy fellowship and relationships with these this family. There's no better feeling to have close relationships with people who encourage you to keep on when you're tired, to always fight the good fight, um, to, to keep growing and to be better and to be more loving and to be more kind and merciful. There's nothing better than having that encouragement to help. I mean, all these things just make you, it, when it, when it says, let your light shine, you will shine so bright when you are coming from such a good place to where you are constantly trying to be better and do the right things and to share that with other people. And it changes your perspective completely. When you start adapting qualities that you find in the Bible, you start seeing people different. You start seeing situations different. You, it just transforms your life completely. And it's baby steps. You know, I'm not saying that that I'm a master all this, but I learn so much every day and I see things differently every single day and I grow every single day. Um, You know, we're all given Christ as an example. So your purpose is to learn real, true discipleship. And this means knowing God and Jesus. Not what you think you know, not what you've heard, but by digging in and getting to know them for yourself. If you've never read the Bible or it's been a while, I challenge you to pick it up. Dive in with an open mind and ask questions. You know, you might be surprised at what you'll find in its pages. You'll be faced with overcoming your pride, understanding true justice, becoming grateful for salvation, realizing love is full of action. Seeing people as creations of God, being inspired at the relentless dedication of faith, 
And maybe it will touch your heart in a way that will bring you to tears to know that that your creator knows you by name and cares for you. If that doesn't just, I mean, it gives me goosies just, just talking about it. You know, the creator of the universe knows me, knows my life, wants me to do good and wants me to have a home in heaven. That, if you can't give an amen to that, work on it because that deserves an amen. You know, we are all created in Jesus to do good works. We've been given talents by God and we should be using them. So personal ministry is your purpose. And that doesn't mean you have to be a preacher. It doesn't mean that you have to have a podcast where you talk about these things. It doesn't mean that you have to share on Facebook, share this post or Jesus doesn't love you. doesn't mean all of those things. What it means is, is that if you are a waiter, every customer is an occasion to demonstrate the character of Jesus and show what real service is. If you're a salesman, every appointment and every sale is an opportunity to show honesty and godly character. If you're a manager, every conflict between two employees presents an opportunity to model the love of Christ. You know, having purpose adds value to your life. You have a reason to be better and you have a reason to try harder and you have a standard and you have a goal to work towards and you take yourself out of the mix and you take that selfishness out of the mix and you will, when you stop trying to fulfill every want and desire that you have and you start reaching out and trying to, to focus on other people, it's, it's, it's almost like the giving a gift at Christmas is a lot better than getting one. It's just that excitement and joy that they feel. When you start to experience that in your everyday life, talk about thriving. You will no longer sit and feel like you're stuck and you're just surviving. So I really hope this is as much help to you as it as it was to me. This is a little longer of a of a podcast, but I really believe in these things. You know, life is truly what you make it. And it helps knowing your purpose. And that's in all of these things I've talked about purpose, it's a good first step to go from surviving to thriving. If you need to reinvent your life and really start to thrive, you now have some tools to help you. Thriving is insanely difficult when life is busy and chaotic and you really feel like you're on the struggle bus. But if you can shift your mindset and you can develop some of these good qualities and you can change the way you see things, you can truly change your world. So let's work on that, guys. Let's let's work on on mindset and how we see things and how we go through life and and finding that purpose and and starting with who we are and and what our purpose is and and where we're going. You know, we could start there. The rest, I just feel, is going to just fall into place and you're just going to be able to deal with the bad days a lot better. Well, thanks for lending me your ear and I hope um, you will plant these words on your heart and they will help you when you're feeling overwhelmed. Um, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram and I'm working hard on that website. Uh, we've got one 
blog post up and I'm working on some more and I've got some really fun things. Um, they're not going to be, I was just going to take my, my podcasts and, and type them up and put those on my, my website, but I'm going to do different, different things. Um, and so some of the fun, there'll be different kinds of content. So go check it out. That's www.mrsmcmahon.com. There's no dots in Mrs. McMahon. Um, so, and let me know what you think. Leave me a comment on Facebook. I'll be sharing this episode on Facebook. It's been a little bit. I mean, I've been real crazy busy with work and you know how that gets when you just get all caught up, but I'm going to try to get back on the bandwagon. We've got some vacations coming up, but I'm going to try to record some and just put them out so you can, you know, if you, if you are listening, um, weekly or whatever you'll be able to get your fix um so that's all for me today guys and remember it's a good day for a good day when you're living your blessed life thanks y'all